I got a rumbly in my tummy, and man, did that Red Bull not sit well with me. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, because it should have been a delicious Monster Brand energy drink. Yeah, that's why. You're, you're now, cutting... if you're talking about Monster, I spent $8 on a can of Monster just earlier this week. Oh, what, on one of those one of those Italian imports? One of them Italian. Apparently, it's used to fuel race cars or something. Yeah, uh, I yeah. bought it explicitly because I had a Paper Mario. It's not a direct Paper Mario font, but it was close enough for me to justify spending $32 on four cans of it. Tad, uh, you live in a strange and bizarre fantasy world where your decision-making <laughs> abilities aren't terrible. He spent $32 on Monster. I saw it. I drank half a can. It was okay. Tad, you spent $32 on Monster that didn't have the Paper Mario font, but had a font that was close to the Paper Mario font. So you're asking me, Dan, you're asking me what kind of fantasy-filled adventure world I live in? Well. It's Revival, a Dungeon Dragons Real Play podcast, episode 41. Thank you for picking up on the segue, internet high five. If I could, I would. Here we go, there. Boom, high five. I, I, I'm ah. actually disgusted. Thank you for picking up what I was what I was setting down, what I was throwing down. You set Thank me up you. for that spike and I smacked it. Woo, see, that's actually, improv, okay. ladies and gentlemen. I okay, let's, so let's let's stop playing D&D &D for a second and talk about viable terminology. Is there an actual name? Is it just called a spike where you hit it down? I think it's just called a spike. I think, I think that's spike. specifically what it's called. Because you set him up think, for a spike. Did I call it a I think, slap? I called it something wrong. You said you slapped the spike. I think you said spike. spike. Okay, I slap spiked it right into the dirt, and that dirt is in this magical forest where we last left off. With a bunch of fucking displacer beasts and you're all going to die. Woo! I don't even know what a displacer beast is. <laughs> uh, imagine like a imagine know. a panther with a couple of uh couple of grabby tentacle arms coming off of its back that have like spikes at the end of them. And they hunt so like, via So like a bigger specky. Yeah, they hunt via making you think that they're not where they actually are and then they fuck you up. So they make you think it be like it is, but it actually don't. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. I understood what he meant. No, I got it. He was, yes. he was picking up what I was putting down. See, this is how you improv. This is this is the tag team. This is the wax smack tag it's the team. Tag team. It's roll fucking initiative for the skills challenge. All right, uh, twenty-one. I got uh, fifteen. Seven. Okay, one second. I got twenty-seven on my initiative roll. Holy shit! So twenty-one. 15 for, for Jerry. What for John? Seven. Seven, and then Patton had 27. Yep, because I rolled a 19. Huh. It's the exact same turn order as last time, apparently. Nice. 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 No, Tim was supposed to say nice after me. It's the turn order. Shut up, Matt. He wasn't picking up what you were putting Every down. Every day, Matt. I wasn't Every putting up, what, I wasn't picking up what you were putting down. <laughs> See, the gag there is that it was the exact same type of improv, but we say we don't like it. That's yeah. the gag. It's a little bit mm. weird. It's a we bit. keep it real. Keep it real. Okay, so. Any dang way. So, what this is going to be is... A nightmare? Yes. Yes. So... This is going to be a toughie. This is going to be a, a real knee slapper. A real, going to need to put on your thinking caps here. 
So Don't make me wang jangle this thing. I'll do it. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't wangle that jang. So this is going to be a fairly high complexity thing Humps right here. Let me just victories, humps to many failures. So this is going to be uh, ten of, successes, five failures. Ten successes, five failures. Yes. Boy, have you lost your mind? It's high complexity. If we end up failing it, is it going to end up? Are we going to go on a on a, on a Matt Pat style adventure where I end up? What becoming the fuck does the re- wait? What does that mean? Hold on, I was going to get to it. His lost woods bullshit. What? I don't know no. what that is. I don't know what that I'll, is. I'll tell you later. Guy. I know it's the game theory guy, but what do you mean? Has he kidnapped people and put them in some lost no. woods? And that, yeah, well, I mean, possibly. Yeah? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> it's like. It, <laughs> your survival is just a theory. <laughs> a game theory. That's terrifying. Uh, it's when I fail this and Pat gets lost in the woods and he comes back, but he's got like armor on him and he's a skeleton. He trained you how to do that really fucking awesome move where you press a one shot enemies. You know what I'm talking about? I, I genuinely don't. No, the, the fucking Matt. It was like his second most famous video. You people are not up to date on the Matt Pat lore. All right? No, I'm not. No, that's just like I a prevalent dis- theory. I can explain it. It's if almost you want, as if you I don't have a think podcast to tell people about stuff. And this isn't it. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, anyway, let me just uh, set the scene here. So, John has gone barreling off into the into the woods, and uh, you hear some rustling, some uh, s- you know, like some some snarls and some hisses, and then absolutely nothing. The rest of you are standing, kind of huddled together in the middle of this road, looking around, and it seems like the world is kind of starting to spin around you. That's always a good sign. Right? That's that's a bad sign. As you're now not entirely sure which direction John even ran into. So, first up, Patton. Your sensors are going nuts. At, At times, they're showing zero of these things. At times, you're surrounded by... 20 of them. Your your heat signatures are not reliable. Your instruments are not reliable. All right. Okay. So, these can these so these displacer beasts can make me see and hear things that may or may not be there, right? Correct. Well, the displacer beasts can bend light. You're not entirely sure where the other illusions and such are coming from, but yeah, that's what Elias right. would have figured out by now and he did in the last episode, but so you're you're getting really, really mixed signals from all of your instruments right now. You're pretty sure John ran off into the woods, but other than that, you're not quite sure of what the hell is going on. Like you're 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 really getting spun around right now. From off in the distance, you can hear the vague sounds of John yelling for Dr. Robo and faint voices of some of your other companions and teammates yelling for help all around you all right so did i see where john ran off to 
Yes, but now you've gotten spun around. You you would need okay. to. You're not entirely sure where it was anymore. All right. So what I want to do here is I want to make this a history roll, but I want to give us all. Uh, so if there's one thing I have a multitude of in my doctor's bag, it is an excessive amount of of twine. In this case, you know, it's like barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And so I want to give everyone a strand of this so we can connect it to the car because if. I'm working off the theory that displacer bees can't fake the sensation of touch. That if right. we're touching, if we're holding on to this wire, they are the, if we see a wire in the distance or something, we see one behind it, it diverts. As long as we keep a hand on this wire, we'll be able to kind of hand it back barbed to this wire? Truck. Yeah. We got gloves. Yeah, I'm not going to grab barbed wire. You just tied it to you. It's, yeah, you got twine. <laughs> yeah, we we yeah, got like, twine. It'll okay. stick nice and good. You won't drop it. Barbed wire is the funny meme thing, but no, I have twine. Yeah, okay. So, but I'm going to use this as a history for knowing Displacer Beast can't fake touch. That wouldn't be history. Damn it. Would that be Arcana? Because they're a magical beast? Let me think about it for a second here. Uh, Because I do have a six in nature, but that's kind of low. Yeah. Yeah, that that would be an Arcana check, considering... Yeah, that, because it's their magical abilities and stuff. Yeah, yeah. as considering right. that they're magical beasts, yes. Uh, 29 in total. Holy oh. shit. Okay, so yeah, once you, once you stop relying on your instruments a bit and just kind of, you know, manually work this out, right? Patton's... Patton's going to grab some twine, tie it to the car, tie it to all of you guys, and you're going to see well, all of us like you're going to John. Yeah, you're going to like try and grab onto it and miss, right? And then you know Patton is quickly going to like force it into your hand, right? Hmm. But in like you, the rest of you look down and you can feel the twine, but you can't see it. You can see the length of twine getting kind of pulled and bent about 10 feet in front of you. As you seemingly are just grabbing the air. So now we've got a way that we could reliably get back. Because I don't want to use rope because rope could be easily cut, and I guess. It's kind of blurry, like one of those heat mirages. But can't twine be way more easily cut than rope? Yeah, but shut up. <laughs> but He's got but you there. Feathers. Way less than lead. Right, so <laughs> it's kind of shimmering like one of those like one of those heat mirages, like if you look at the road on a on a super hot day. Mm-hmm. And very occasionally, if you focus really hard on that, it disappears the illusion disappears and you can see the twine back in your hand. Hmm. So you're all connected in a daisy chain now. Next up, Elias. So what are you what are you gonna do? You're you're all connected. You have the strongest grasp on where everything is. You're like you're you are currently uh sort of brute forcing the illusions out of the way, right? Well yeah, because I also hard have keeping marked. your bearings, right? Yeah, I have everyone marked with the specky stuff too. Yeah, you're even with your eyes cl- closed, and in fact keeping your eyes closed might be a better idea. You you remember which way John went. Right, so what I'm going to do here is exactly that. I'm going to close my eyes because there's a lot... They could do way more with, like, um, 
visual stuff, it seems, than mm-hmm. auditory or touch. Yep. It seems to be weaker in that manner. So I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to grab the twine. And then what I'm going to do is uh, I've got Specky. Specky's got everyone marked, right? So what I'm going to yeah. do is I'm going to have Specky use the spores as sort of like uh, echolocation. Mm-hmm. To keep it to keep an eye on where everybody is with the twine, rather than just listening for pulls, because I think that those things might grab onto the twine and start pulling it. Right. But he used uh, Arcana, right? Yes. So what I want to do is I want to try and make a move that will catch one of these things off guard. As in, I'm gonna faint forward in one direction and then quickly uh, jump back, like right behind me, and like uh, stick. I'm just going to swing out with, like, a, a small blade right okay. behind me. But obviously keeping a watch on where everyone is so I don't, like, fucking stab Patton in the head or something. So that sounds like perception to me. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll perception, but I, I want to faint like I'm moving forward very naturally and then jump quickly back. hmm As you're trying to look for one of these things. Yeah, that's 30. 30? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a success. That's 17 on the die, and I have 13 in perception. <laughs> yeah. Very perceptive, that elf. So Elias is kind of leading the pack with his eyes closed, Specky on his uh, on his shoulder, with Specky's tail up, doing a little little radio dish thing. Yeah, yeah, a little beep. A little circling, right? He stops suddenly, jumps forward, then jumps back quickly, st- stabs out in front of him with a dagger, and you guys see the... Uh, you don't hear anything, you barely feel anything, but the rest of you see uh, the blade turns red and is now dripping with blood. All right. So, guys, uh, um, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw that or what, what all you can actually see, but these things are messing with mainly the perception of sight. So uh, don't rely on your eyes. Uh, don't rely on touch too much. Uh you know what, actually, just kind of, you know, follow follow me. I, I think we can get through this um, as long as John doesn't do anything too reckless. <laughs> right. So. I'm grinning like an idiot after that line, IRL, but it's... <laughs> I, hope, I hope you pick the setup there, because it's not going to happen. Yep. So, next up, Jerry. All right, Elias, you said that we don't need to rely on our eyes for this, so as long as we stick close together, I try this. So what I'm going to try here. So you guys are starting to forge into the woods here. And so, Jiron, what you are going to hear as you step into the woods, right? Mm -hmm. As you open your eyes, if you look around at all and open your eyes in front of you, you can just see the length of twine moving up and down and nothing in front of you. You like it is pure blackness with these out vague outlines of trees. Okay, so there's no real light to bend here then? No. You're you're being basically tell, blinded. Okay. Right? Like, you can see the twine leading off into the distance in front of you, stretching on seemingly forever. If you look behind you, it's stretching on forever. And you can just vaguely hear uh, 
Elias and Patton's voices in front of you, but you're not entirely sure where. Oh, yeah. What I'm going to try and do here is I'm going to try and essentially I'm going to have them think that we are about to start running and put our projections ahead. I'm going to assume that they can like sense us somehow. And so you're going to try and pull a fast one on them real quick. Yeah, I'm going to try and bluff them. Okay. Bold move. Let's see if it plays out. Bluff displacer beasts. It's better than showing them uh, a video of hunting cats. I mean, no, yeah, it is. <laughs> I agree. All right, so yeah. I got a, I got a fifteen in bluff, so hopefully, well, that's a twenty in total. Twenty in total. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, that was the hard DC, and no. Shit. Yep, trying to bluff displacer beasts with their own style of stuff might be a little difficult. Would you like to use an action point or no? Can I action point and beguiling tongue and reroll? No. Shit. Um. Yeah. Sure. Once why you, not? Basically, once you've declared it, you're. I'm not gonna let you add extra buffs and then also reroll. All right. Let's try it one more time because I got a really high fucking bonus in this. Right. All right. So action point. Oh, that's a lot better. That's a thirty in total. Thirty in total. Okay, that'll work. Nice. Good work, Jerry. Nice. Good boy. So, you you can't see anything. You can barely hear anything. And Patton and Elias, you guys are going to, or rather Patton or Elias, if either of you have your eyes open, you're going to see and hear sort of these ethereal versions of yourselves branching off to the left, mm-hmm. right? then you're going to feel the illusion kind of let up on you guys. You can see the twine in your hand again as you see the the illusion selves get torn to shreds. But that gives you plenty of time to make a lot of headway very quickly as you can now, you can vaguely see uh, John's outline in front of you, like several hundred meters in front of you, just crashing through trees in full sprint as we move over to John. All right. So, John, you're in the middle of a forest. You're running. You don't remember how long you've been running. But I've been running. You can see Dr. Robo being dragged in front of you, just always slightly out of reach. And then, all of a sudden, she disappears from in front of your, from in front of your sight, and you're in the middle of this giant forest. You see Elias in front of you. He's holding on to a length of twine with Jiron and Patton holding on to it, and they're walking up towards you. Uh, and am I still... Do I think it's them, or can I not think it's them? <laughs> that's, the, that's a good question. You got probably the insight have, for like, it, no Boyle? Idea. Yeah. You're... So, Elias is going, to, uh, is going to walk up to you. John, you, you can't run off like that, honestly. I'm going to squint at him. Um, okay, uh, real, real quick, just remember, separate character knowledge from player knowledge. Remember, you, you okay, were completely Tim's gonna convinced squint that, at that him. shit was I'm trying real. to figure out how John would react in this situation, but Tim is squinting at Elias. Through John. Right, yeah. So, in this case, basically... You're very much illusioned. Yeah. 
I had a few ideas for what I was going to do, but neither neither of them involved running into them quite so soon. So yeah. just give me a second. Would the patent be offering John Dr. Patton's patent pending traveling traveler's twine? It's a quick yeah, way to get so out back here. Patton yeah, is, just chain up with is us, holding out some of the uh some of the twine. Uh, oh, and this keep us together? Yeah. Elias is is holding out his hand. Come now. Guys, you see where Dr. Robo went? She disappeared off that way. She's fine. We we already found her, John. You've been running around in circles. Wait, but she just disappeared like a few seconds ago, right? Yes. Okay. Can I roll insight on that? Sure. Okay. Because that hey, doesn't. But I thought sit... you're not supposed to roll against the party. I'm rolling <laughs> against the party now. Because this doesn't line up with what I what I just saw. It's uh twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. That's a success. So. Come on now, John. Huh? I I just saw it. She's still being dragged off. You guys sure you aren't under that illusion now? So, you're going to see uh, Elias's face sort of break for a second, and just for a split second, you're going to see uh, this sort of dark mass of tendrils where his face should be, and you're in a much more well-lit forest as this thing has several of these displacer beasts behind him and is holding its hand out to you. And then the illusion snaps back and, oh, look, it's Elias and Jiron and Patton. But you're just getting these flashes, these just one frame flashes of reality. So what are you doing? Um, I'm going to try and back away from them and try and run off in the direction I saw Dr. Robo last. Okay, <laughs> so you're going to see the the illusion is going to snap back in to reality as you turn around, and you're going to see Elias's face just turn into a scowl. Right, uh, Elias will. Remember Patton this. is going to have some little angry eyes, <laughs> and Jiron is going to be on fire. As you turn and run away from them, you're going to see the illusion completely break as you hear these things hot on your tail. Uh, as you start running, though, and you're, you're going to start running, you're going to see the, uh, the forest itself is getting very dense and very hard to navigate as you're going to start crashing through branches uh, with these things directly on you. So... Going back up to Patton, in the small break that you have, you're going to see uh, John's heat signature just crashing through the forest with several others directly behind him. Now, these other heat signatures, are they shaped like us or are they shaped like these weird displacer beasts? Uh, There's several displacer beasts and one humanoid. (laughs) All right, let's see. This is great. Now, the question is, how do I know if that's the real thing? Or how do you know you're not a displacer beast? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you look down and you can see that the twine is firmly in your hand and you don't see any other uh, notable illusions. Let's see. And uh, which direction was it from us? Uh, Further into the further into the woods, but branching off a little bit to the to the right. All right. Let's see here. Because Elias is uh, is is in the front, right? And then it's Patton and Jerry. 
Yeah, and Elias has his eyes closed, I'm assuming. Yes. But Elias was going to be hearing this. Okay, so he heard it as well. Um, yeah. Let's see. Because I want to communicate to Elias which direction I saw it, and I want us to go that way. But if I just say it out loud, Elias probably isn't going to listen because he can't trust that either. So, okay. I'm trying to think of the best way to go about this here. It depends. It's not just that I wouldn't listen. It's more, well, I mean, you have to think of it the way you you would think of it. Yeah. I can't yeah, really yeah. give you outside information. And you guys didn't have time to actually establish a code system or anything? Boy, howdy, wait, we didn't when someone, someone Don't ran out mean. into the woods full of okay. displacement. I got an idea. Don't be I got mean. An idea. I'm trying to help. Not John. Who then? John's actions were reasonable. Jerry okay. opened the car door. But he didn't run off into the woods. I thought you were talking about him, and then you said ran out into the woods. I thought you were being mean to me. Okay, so what's Patton doing? Remember, you can't use Arcana. Okay, so I'm going to do, so... Elias is is a uh, he's a pretty smart guy. I think he could figure out. Okay, so the the only thing we could the the thing we can trust the most is touch. So roughly how many? So so it was forward and then kind of a kind of a um, a diversion right to the yeah. right or whatever direction it was. Yep. So I want to like tap Elias on the shoulder and kind of like I, I want to draw upon. Uh, Let's see, my dungeoneering experience, because I've, I've been in, uh, you know, before I had my mask, I've been in some pretty dark areas. I wasn't always by myself. Sometimes you need to communicate silently in darkness, or maybe not even silently, but we would use touch to get through deep underground areas, let them know, hey, forward, right, forward, left, whatever way. So I'm going to try and, uh, mm-hmm. like, grab his shoulder and, like, kind of draw the direction we need to go, how many feet, like, tap him, like, five for five meters, and then like move my finger diagonally and then 10 meters or whatever. Okay. Whatever measurements there. So we have not discussed this though. Yeah. So half the challenge is going to be Pat and getting the information to you and half the, half the challenge is going to be you figuring out what the fuck he's saying. That's right. Cause Elias, you're next, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess, I, I don't know. Will you let me roll a dungeoneering and then I guess we can see how Elias interprets it. Hmm. Dungeoneering. That actually makes sense. Yeah, it does make yeah, sense. Yeah, that was for a good explanation. I really like that. It's you're basically using uh like caving protocol. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going for, caving. But you know, you're, you're not basically in a cave. communicating like if you couldn't hear everybody while you were caving. Mm-hmm. So let's like see it. if I fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Fuck 23. It up. 23? Yep. That's a success. Whew. I successfully so, tap Elias on the shoulder. <laughs> well, no. So what you're going to do is... So, Elias, since you're up next, yes. uh, Patton is going to tap you on the shoulder and through a combination of probably, like, Morse code beeps and things of that nature is going, you know, and, uh, like, writing on your back, right? Mm-hmm you know, is going to write out instructions for exactly where John is completely silently. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And as you're doing this, Patton, uh, you're going to see that, like, as when you, when you finish and you look up, right, from having given these instructions, 
Patton is going to be, you're, you're currently, strangely enough, in an office somewhere. You can still see the twine in your hand. Wait, me? Elias? No, this is Patton. Oh, okay. You've still got the twine in your hand, but you look up. Oh, hey, this is that guild office. That artificer's guild. As you look back down at the twine in your hand. And that's where we'll leave you. So, Elias. Hmm. Yes. So, you, you get the instructions of where... Of where John is. Mm-hmm. And you've got a good idea of where he is. And using your hearing, you're going to uh, kind of zero in on where he is. But the auditory illusions are starting to get thicker now. So you're going to hear the sound of John crashing through the forest, right? You're going Mm -hmm. to hear where he is. You're going to lock onto it. And then all of a sudden, as you start running towards it, you're going to hear nothing. You can't hear the sounds of your own footsteps. You can't hear where John is. You can't hear anything. It is absolute silence. Hmm. And uh, what about the pings from Specky? The pings from Specky? You can't hear anything. Hmm. You've, got a, you've got a good idea of where John is in this absolute blackness, but nothing for sound. And if I try clapping my hands together? Nothing. No, so it doesn't make any sound when my hands clap together. Yes. Okay. Also, how are you going to clap your hands together if you're holding onto the twine? You drop the twine, uh, dummy. I, I kind of figured I was just like, I, I tied it off once we had it, but okay, that makes sense. Tie it off to the lead person. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I could snap my fingers. It's not. A big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing. Okay. Uh. So. You're, you right, hear so... absolutely nothing, you feel nothing, except all of a sudden, as you're running, you're running, you're running, it feels like you just ran into a, like, a freezing cold pool of water as mana just surges into you. Right. So, okay, here's... So, all of a sudden, you guys were in a, a fairly low mana environment, and now you're... Like, you're being overloaded with it almost. It's like it's like you just went from the top of Everest to the bottom of it all at once. You, you get kind of this vertigo feeling as it feels like you can suddenly breathe again and it's uncomfortable. All right, so my first instinct is that these Displacer Beasts are only able to be here because these are classic Displacer Beasts. There's not... I mean, I haven't gotten a good look at them, but they're they're not like a hybrid or anything, right? Not that you can tell. My first instinct is that there's got to be some kind of some kind of magical plant thing here that's putting out a shit ton of mana that we've never seen before, because it, there's no reason why this random area should just be this mana dense all of a sudden. Right. So I want to roll nature and see if if I can. Uh, if, well, nature, Arcana, I can't use Arcana, can I? Or, or uh, Patton didn't use Arcana last turn, and you didn't use Arcana last turn, so yeah, you can. I'm trying to think if nature or Arcana is more appropriate here. If it's got to do with mana, it's going to be Arcana. But I'm thinking it's a plant. Okay, so if you're trying <laughs> it's to... It's a plant, Elias. You <laughs> didn't make it. So, 
if you're trying to if you're trying to sense for mana, right? If you're trying to yeah. feel out mana, that's going to be Arcana. If you're going to actually open your eyes and look for a specific plant, that'll be Nature. Well, yeah, I don't know enough about it to know if it's like got a root system that's spread out or anything, so I can't like dig yeah. up the dirt or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with Nature. Okay, so you're going to open your eyes? Yeah, I'm going to open my eyes. So, as you're opening your eyes, roll nature. Uh, 23. 23? That's a success against the hard DC. And as a bonus, right? Nice. As a bonus, this is going to add an additional failure that you guys can take. Okay. So, you open your eyes. You look around you. You're not in the same forest that you were before. Hmm. This is objectively not the forest that John ran into. You guys got the wrong forest. I don't know how you got so, that lost. you're going to look around. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like a wrong turn at Albuquerque. This is going to remind you of the forests outside the academy. Back on the natural plane. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm gonna None of these and... plants are native to the rock. None yes. of them. That that was my second thought. Was you're going to you're, you're going to feel going the under. ground underneath your feet, mm-hmm. and you can feel everything. Right. So there's a spirit of nature here. There's a spirit of nature here. Kind of. You you can feel. You know, the 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 wholeness of nature in that in that way that you tried to ignore when you took classes on that yeah yeah but you, everything here is magically connected everything <laughs> all right i have a i have some thoughts but i don't think i'm going to be able to use them right away right so but what you can tell is if this is the rock this is an incredibly interesting place all right. How close am I to Jerry? How close are you to Jerry? Yeah. Uh, he's he's behind you, but it looks like he's very, very far. He can't hear me, right? It's still dampened. You you're not entirely sure. Your eyes All are right. not trustworthy, and you know that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna preliminarily send have Specky send out a uh, a little tracer down the uh, down the twine path to try and reach Jerry. Okay, yeah, you can do that pretty easily. And at the same time, I'm going to see what calling out through the uh, the natural plane here will do. Okay, so considering that this was a, the, a hard DC thing, and this is interesting, right? So if you try and basically like uh, use a rudimentary... Little, little scrying thing, right? Yeah. Which basically elves can just do. Yeah. We're elves. You know, yeah. the 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 most basic rudimentary of feel nature, right? Yeah. Because you had to take a class on druid is on you know druid theory and all that shit. Right. You're going to feel. You're going to feel Patton behind you, then feel Jiron. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see their outlines, like where they are. You can kind of feel where they are. 
And this is something that you cannot normally do. Right, because normally there's not enough mana and it's not connected. Correct. It's normally splotchy. It's normally thin. This is very thick. Extra thick. Yes. Please. So, next up, and this is the interesting one, Jiron. You looked, you feel something? Mm-hmm. Your, your suit isn't glowing anymore. Oh. Your warlock pack is currently severed. Shit. That's in peace, my dude. You feel that immediately. You had a connection to all of your viewers, and it is immediately gone. However, there's so much ambient mana around you that you're still fine. But you're, you are in a place where your warlock pack cannot reach your viewers. Okay. And does that mean Zep is gone too, then? Correct. Shit. Okay. Um, what I'm going to try and do here, so Elias just essentially put, like, a spiky tendril on me to trace my like, outline. Same with Patton. I don't know if it's gotten to him yet, though. It has. So, Zep is... Zep is not currently visible, but you can kind of feel him, feel him and your other imps, you know, still, still inside you. Okay. Right? Like, in your shadow and everything, but they can't really manifest. Okay. Because what I was initially going to try and do was I was going to try and shoot Zep up into the air, sort of like a drone, to, like, mm-hmm. give me an aerial view, and then project that into Patton and Elias's vision. Okay. So. Actually, yeah. So, there is a way that you could go about that. Right now, your Warlock pack is severed, but you have a... An, an excess of ambient mana, mm-hmm. right? So you could brute force that for a second. So would that be Arcana? Yep. Right. Wait, did you use Arcana last time? No, he's what bluff. did you roll last time? Okay. Yep. All right. Actually, uh, no, yeah, because Elias used nature. So, yep, All right. you can do that. <laughs> nope. What, it's nat- either a nat one or a nat It's 20. a nat one. <laughs> Not one, and you don't have any rerolls. Oh, that's a failure. So, this is going to be interesting. Matt! So, <laughs> so, Zep is going to manifest for a second, right? Is going to fly up, and then is going to completely vanish. And you look down, and you no longer have a shadow. Not this shit again. <laughs> It's As been you, one start of to, those you start days. to feel woozy, and it just feels like it feels like one of your arms is cut off, basically. Oh, I'm gonna scream this out in pain. Hence, yeah, this is intensely uncomfortable. So, as Jiron starts to just scream wildly in like literal existential pain, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to feel. Uh, the ropes start to tug and and jostle as you guys look behind you. And uh, Jiron, you're going to you guys are going to see uh, or feel some of the things divert off of John, run back towards Jiron, and just tackle him and drag him off. So the the twine is still intact, but Jiron is gone. Now. All right, so so if I swap my hand behind me, I won't feel Jiron. Correct. Okay, so he is gone. Yeah. See ya. 
just patting blindly swatting his As head by you're being you're like you're being silently dragged and you look up right mm. and you see something's jaws wrapped around your like wrapped around the the nape of your of your neck like grabbing onto your coat and dragging you as you see this shadowy figure with a mess of tendrils coming out of its face look down at you and you feel it grin as you get dragged off so it's not necessarily trying to kill me not necessarily now oh boy well uh, i'm sorry the your first thought when you see a, a mass of shadowy tendrils surrounding you and it's got like your neck and its jaws okay so he's not trying to kill me so next up john i'm still running right yeah you're you're still running but as you sort of reach an exhaustion point right and need to slow down a little bit you're going to feel the same thing that elias felt of mana is just going to rush into you and you feel great like you're going to look down, your your coat is glowing, your your crucifix is just a light, and you're going to feel just strong. But you're going to and this is the strongest that you've ever felt. Okay. Now wait just a second here. Shouldn't well, I'll let him figure it out. Wow. Never mind. Go on. No, it's it's your thing. Wow. What? I had a thought, but it should be your thought. Do it. I I don't know what you were thinking. You you don't worry, you'll get it. No, I'm I'm slow. I won't get it. Well, I John, can't well, tell Tim, you. is does John use like magical mana and like plants? Does he just like cast spell wizard spells? I don't know where he gets his power from. I mean, he gets mm-hmm. his power from God. That's a ticket. Fuck, that snap really hurt my thumb. Oh my god. <laughs> How did you injure yourself via snapping your fingers? I'm too it's smug. A, a snap. <laughs> How? Okay, so anyway, John, you're going that, to that look was what around. I was getting at. Oh, okay. You're So you're going to uh look around, right? And this place is amazing. You're going to see these you know, iridescent, glowing, like, ethereal birds fly by just all around you. You look down and there's, you know, these spontaneously blooming flowers that are going to bloom wherever you step, seemingly following you. And this place is nice. Nice. I don't think I like that too much. That's actually, that's actually really interesting. Like, what does the resplendent, like glory of nature come across as to somebody who was never raised in that plane right right so you you look around and you can just see you know like these paths through the trees as plants and such bend away from you as you walk past just avoiding you but not in like a malicious way and what do you do I'm I'm not being chased then? No. Not that you can tell. That's even more concerning. I don't like any of this. What you're going to uh to feel here is you're going to take a few more steps and then you're going to get an instant like uh as Jiron gets grabbed, right? 
you're going to get an instant feeling and sensation that your friend is in danger. You're going to just flip, turn, and you know it's right this way. And the trees are going to bend and make a path. Hmm. The question is if you trust it. Okay. So I want to call on God to help protect Jaron. And then I'm going to run off after him. Okay. So we got to be watchful. Our adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. I got a 22. Yeah, religion. 22? Okay, that's going to be a success. So, on a 22, you're going to be running, running, running through the, uh, through the trees that are bending. And occasionally you just get these flashes of mundane forests that just do nothing. And you're going to have to bend around the trees and duck and weave. But you see Jiron in front of you being dragged off while he is just howling in pain. And you see these things in front of him. And what would you like to do to them? So it's the same stuff that from before, the uh, displacer beast and then some tentacle thing? Yes. And is the tentacle thing like a bipedal creature? Yes. Okay, can it's I... It's wearing a long cloak with a hood, and you can just see from behind it a mess of uh, like tendrils breaking out from where its face would be. Can I tackle it and pull a gun on it? Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Remember that time in the Bible when Jesus pulled a fucking gun on a guy? If he had guns, Dude, I'm I sure do. he would. Like, when he flipped those tables with the, mo- with the money on it, I'm sure he would pull a gun. Alright, so. That's, that's what I want to do. Okay. okay. So. Going up to Patton, what you guys are going to see is as Jiron is getting dragged off into the uh, into the woods, you're you're back in your you're in this uh, in this office, right? That's where we left you. All right. You're going to see a door to your right open. You're going to look down the hallway, and seemingly impossibly far away. You're going to see John just tackle someone, pull a gun on them, and Jiron is right down that hallway. All right, now this um, this office is this. Uh, so so, tell me a little bit more about this office. Is this like a like a modern, like yeah. re- like normal office setting? Yeah, this is like an office building. You recognize it as the uh, foyer for the uh, the artificers guild that banned you. Mm-hmm. You can see the uh, welcoming desk there. You can see some stairs leading up to the uh, to the second floor. And then a door that you don't remember being there from the last time materializes in front of you to your right, leading down to where John and Jiron are. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to cut. I'll go right down that hallway. Okay. So as you start walking down the hallway, similarly to John, every like fifth step, the illusion is just going to completely break as you see the walls melt melt around you and uh, this force kind of starts superimposing itself on it. Mm-hmm. As you're walking, you're walking, you're walking. I start seeing, like, leaves in the middle of the hallway. I see a yeah. tree branch just go across it from one door to the other. Yeah. 
as you you see and feel all of that and then from behind you you're going to hear a voice yell security <laughs> it's the fuzz yeah the it's the so, forest caps <laughs> as you're going to see uh some of the goons that were hunting you down before start running towards you down this hallway all right as you see uh someone else with a phone in their hand seemingly calling for more backup okay now and as the illusion is going to re-solidify around you and you can no longer see john ah i see i see okay so now a and history... this is working on this is working on dream logic by the way mm-hmm. this is not oh hey there's an illusion this is oh shit these guys are after me now all right uh so am i feeling that same uh really strong uh, mana presence in this office or does this feel like as yes. it was when I'm okay so there is that strong mana presence right yes so everything with John and Giron is going to kind of fall away like this is what's happening now alright so the amount of mana that's in here is it enough to where Pat may be able to briefly fly again absolutely all right, so nice. I am going to try and fly on out of here. I'm going to try and get up so where they can't grab me and just try and fly towards where I remember John being trying to go up. Like the, okay. the roof of the hallway is gone. It, they've got trees and shit there. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm trying to think of what this would be out of Arcana, Dungeoneering, Heal, his, uh, I don't know if history could count. I don't think I could make this into history mm-hmm. other than trying to remember. Like what did you use last round? Used engineering, right? Uh, let's go ahead and go with perception. Perception? Okay. I think that's, so, yeah. To, to keep an eye out in the trees in front of me to make sure that I can get through them without getting caught and slowed down. Yeah. So, if you remember, the, uh, the illusion is only breaking in bits and pieces, right? Mm-hmm. So, perception to try and find the one spot where it breaks and then just fly straight up through the, uh, through the right. gap, right? That works. Yeah. That makes sense. I could right. be sold on that. Because right now, the only times where you're kind of lucid are when you run, 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 and for a split second you remember, wait, there isn't anything behind me. But then the second you step back into the hallway, it's just complete dream logic, right? Yeah. So perception to notice that one moment. Yep, and let's see if I can notice it well. Oh, drop my d20. Uh, that is... 17 17 Ooh, that's gonna be a failure against the harder dc ah let's see uh i'm gonna save my action point okay we don't actually have that many failures just so you know yeah so we've got failures minus one Mm -hmm. actually now you've got yeah you you failed twice which means we've only out of the once. six that you can do, yeah. So how many you're successes going to, do we have? Uh, you have seven. Yeah. So okay, that's not a big deal. So you are going to uh, you're going to be on the lookout, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to you're going to be right back into the forest, and you're going to try and fly straight up, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to just slam your head on something. Fall back down. I just clunk into a fucking branch. Yeah, but then you're going to fall back down, right? 
look up and you're going to see a dent in the ceiling. <laughs> you hit the ceiling. Good job, dummy. <laughs> I just yeah, see like, then you just, like your you, normal you down and you just, office roof or whatever, whatever that is. Right. Why did you think this would work? no that's a genuine question that you would probably find yourself asking yourself that's why it's funny i'll try and get back up and keep on booking it yeah yeah so in the in the hubbub right elias Mm -hmm. you're going to feel Patton let go of the twine and run off in front of you oh for fuck's sake oh there goes that plan right but he's still He's, He's going to, like, Mark, have his right? crossbow out and be, like, pointing behind himself. He's still uh, specky marked, though, right? Yes. All right. That's all that matters. To As me. he is now running directly towards where Jiron and John are. And as you're going to see in front of you, you John just tackles the thing that has uh, got its hold on Jiron, right? You can see that pretty far off in the distance in front of you. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see uh, off in the distance, kind of off to the other side, you're going to see a couple more of these things, like these little squads of these things. Uh, One of them with its hand out, sort of beckoning Patton. Well, that's not good. I don't like that. Yeah. All right. Um, I used perception last time. Now, what does the world look like to me? The world right now? Yeah. Okay. With my eyes open. With your eyes open, the world looks like you remember it before the portal. The This is a dense magical forest. You're going to see, you know, all the standard flora and fauna that you've, that you became accustomed to and studied. With the notable exception that every now and then when you, when you step forward, everything just vanishes and you're back in a more mundane forest. Hmm. A more mundane magical forest full of displacer beasts. Yeah. However, the interesting thing to note is the scenery completely changes, but where your party and where these things are does not. Hmm. It's like you're superimposed. Right. Um, So... What did what was the result of me, uh, pinging you know pinging out into nature? So the result of you pinging out into nature is you're going to feel the oneness of nature as all of your uh, teachers attempted to drill into you so hard before. Is there any of the the silence or the incoherent sort of screeching of the of the rock? In bits and pieces. It's like you're getting two feedbacks. All right. Right? There is simultaneously all the magic in the world and none of it. Is there any... Okay. I don't... Ah, I don't know enough about portal magic for this to work. I need Jerry. I need Jerry or I need Patton. I need them together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know what I'm going to do. Remember that nat 20 that I had? To commune with nature? Yep. I'm going to commune with nature here. Ooh. I used perception last time, right? No, you use nature. Uh, use nature. I'm going to use perception this time, then. Okay, what are you attempting to do? Uh, I'm not going to commune with nature this turn, but I think the 
if we succeed, it'll end on me, correct? Uh, do Wait, what did Patton roll? Ten, uh, yes. No. It, if you all succeed in a row, it would not end on you. If we all succeed in a row, will I get another turn? No. Well, Jerry will fuck it up, so it's okay. Don't be mean. <laughs> I might fuck hey, it he's, up. He's done it. Hat and flew into a ceiling. <laughs> okay, so let me think. I used perception last time. Have we have six successes or seven successes? Uh, you have seven. Oh, we have seven successes. Okay. So Out of the ten that you need. Stop metagaming. I'm not metagaming. <laughs> Let's not metagame. Okay, my choice for what I want to use <laughs> is, is, by ne- is by necessity metagaming. Metagaming. <laughs> yeah, but what, okay, what, what, is, what is Elias trying to do and just pick a skill that can do it? All right. That is I in want, nature. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then I'll use perception because I want to see where everyone is by, by communing with nature. Okay. I want to perceive everyone's exact location. Okay. As in, like, with no ifs, ands, or buts, no frills, like, I'm going to close my eyes reach out to this new power that I have and basically call them to me. Okay. It's a bit of a stretch, but I'll allow it. Oh, I think you... Would you allow it on a 31? On a 31, I'll allow it. 18 on the die. So, what you're going to see is uh, as you sort of uh, attempt to see things in the way that, uh, you know, your teachers always told you to try and see things that you yeah. very harshly resisted. Yes. Because they told you to see without using your eyes. Yeah, yeah. See with your heart, which was always bullshit. Yeah. You're going to actually see the, just the pure magical sort of auras and, and everything around these guys. I'm going full druid here. So, uh, as you, so what what are you going to do with that newfound information? What are you attempting to actually accomplish? Well, since I have a clear, I can see where they where everyone is. Correct. Correct. What I want to do now is uh, basically call them in no no uncertain terms to like exactly where I am. Okay. I want to cut through the fog, basically. Right. So, on that, the rest of you are going to, uh, basically, Elias is going to be sharing that perception role with you. Yeah, I want to cut through this nonsense. Right? So, Patton, you're going to be running, 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 and then you're going to see a a small corridor, like a crack in the wall that leads out, and you're going to see just Elias standing there with his hand out, Right? Jiron, you're you're being dragged. You you've got this uh you know, one of these displays to be says it's has its jaws around kind of around your neck. John is over to your right with a uh gun pulled on one of these things and is kind of fighting it off as the tendrils are starting to wrap around the gun. As John has a bit of a glazed look in his eyes. And you're going to see through all the illusion and everything, Elias standing there with his hand out. And John, you're going to see Elias directly in front of you, like because you've got this thing, you've got this thing straddled. You're going to see Elias standing in front of you with his hand out. What do you all do? 
Well, I'll go ahead and I'll okay. grab so Elias's hand. Patton grabs Elias's hand, and you're going to see the illusion is going to break. You're going to see that you're a couple, you know, like 50 meters away from everybody else. And Elias is over there kind of just standing there with his eyes closed. Jerome, what do you do? So I'm getting dragged by this thing by its mouth, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and superheat my skin because I'm still like infused with all that mana, right? All right. Yeah. You're, you're going to ignore my hand? No, I'm going to try and get loose and then grab out, reach out to you. Oh, okay. Because if mm-hmm. I do, if I like reach out to you and when you like pull, my neck might go bye bye. So I'm going to try and uh, superheat my skin to send a shock of mana through this thing's teeth and then through mm-hmm. its brain. Uh, if I can do that. Okay. And Jesus. so it's my turn anyway. So let's see. That'd be intimidate. Right. Mm, if you weren't trying like to kill it, to me. I'm trying to stun it. Yeah, that. Yeah, no. If it's if you're trying to do an actual attack there, that would be Arcana. Okay. If you're gonna intimidate, would be doing something. something okay, since different. I failed Arcana last time, can I still roll it? Uh, no. Um, well, I guess what I'll try to do here would be to like fill the area with smoke, and since mm-hmm. we all have the connection with each other. It's going to make it a little bit more difficult for the displacer bees because they're not going to have as much light to bend. And ooh, ooh. So with that, if you're actually going to produce yeah. smoke, smart. Yeah, that that would be a that would be a. I would allow that as a block. All check. right, and to then you to try then try and manipulate that to make false images of yourselves, yep. but physically. Yes. Like, these aren't illusions, these are actually physical things. Yeah, like, I got my imps on production, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll All right, it. my voice can hold up. Do it. And I want a beguiling tongue this before I roll it. Makes plus sense. Plus five. So it's a plus 20 in total. So that's a 35. 35? That'll be a success. All right. All right, so... I'll reach out to Elias. Yeah, you're going to sort of exude smoke, right? Right? Like, all around your body. Grab up to Elias, and then you're going to see this thing uh, sort of dragging and then ripping apart this sort of solidified smoke clone of yourself. As you're going to grab onto Elias' hand, and the illusion is going to break. Nice. And you're going to see Elias you know, about a hundred meters away from you with his eyes closed with, uh, you know, some, the, the ground kind of, uh, the like vines and stuff kind of slowly creeping up his body. I'm going to make a dead sprint and have the smoke like trailing behind me, like a billowing cloud. Nice. Nice. All right. Next up, John, you're in a deadlock with one of these things, right? It's it's tendrils are kind of wrapping around your arm and preventing you from pulling the trigger. Right? And you're you're really wrestling with this thing as you're going to see uh Elias's hand in front of you. And you're also going to feel uh several more of these things closing in on you. What you're going to see though is you can see everything. The illusion is no longer really having a hold on you. But it's not perfect. You're kind of brute forcing it out of the way. 
would I have any reason to think that he's still not fucking with me using Elias? Not necessarily, no. Because I'm fighting the guy that was just pretending to be Elias, right? As far as I can Correct. tell. They look yes. the same. Same technically mess. So I think I'm just going to continue grappling with him. Okay. So what Get are you going to use for that? John. I don't. Why would I do that? I yeah. know. No, this actually works. No, I'm going to. So what are you going to. What are you trying to do and what are you going to roll? Um. I'm going to start, I guess, beating on him. Try to uh, get him to loosen the grip on my gun. Okay. I'm going to go endurance and just get locked in hand into a uh, hand-to-hand combat with this guy. Hell yeah. I mean, if Elias's hand is still there, if he blasts his thing's brain out with a shotgun, Ooh. then he might grab that hand. It's a 27. On a 27, that'll be a success. And that'll be the last success. So, Elias, you're going to feel John kind of reject that uh that ping right mm-hmm. and then the rest of you guys are going to see uh john just grappling with this thing rip the tendrils off of his hands just cleanly severing them oh, damn. this wow. thing is going to start uh like screaming and yelling curses in a language you don't understand as yeah. john is then going to level his shotgun on this thing and just bang bang double shot it Hell yeah. <laughs> You're going to see the uh, the forest disappear around you mm-hmm. that you were in. As all of you see, uh, like, right in front of Elias, who still has his eyes closed, these displacer beasts are going to just rush after him, right? They're all going to rush after him, jump, and then right as they're about to be on his throat, the, the trigger is going to get pulled, and it's going to vanish, and you're back in the forest that you were in. Hmm. All of your connection with nature and everything, that's gone. Right. As you're that's standing sort of in this forest. However, John, right underneath John, you're going to see the corpse of one of these things. Directly underneath you. It is roughly humanoid with a sort of sickly green skin, two black beady eyes, and a mess of tendrils over its mouth. And uh, Elias, you're immediately going to recognize this as a mind flayer. Oh, great. That's good. That's just what we need. I take the other thing that you're going to immediately recognize and that Patton is going to immediately recognize is these don't exist on the rock. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I heard anybody ever mention fucking mind flayers here. These don't exist on the rock. Well, what exists now? And that's where we'll end this episode. Well, that right there is what we in the biz like to call Revival, episode 41. My name is Tad. Uh, you might recognize me from Let Me Tell You About or from playing Dr. Pat Normstrom right here on the podcast. You can find our podcast on Twitter at Let Me Tell You PD. You can send us emails about the show at Let Me Tell You About at gmail.com. That's Let Me Tell You About with three T's. Uh, you can also find us in the Discord, and you can find links to uh, the YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, all the places that we host the podcast on the website, which is www.letmetellyouabout.moe, or I guess you could also use lmtya.com. And I'm Matt. You can find me on Twitter at lmtyamatt, and you don't have to listen to me be really fucking sick. I also have a podcast called Up, Up, and Away that I do with our pal Cody. We uh, try and do episodes every week. Uh, 
cover sports and sometimes other topics, like Star Wars. My favorite part of Star Wars was when they were playing space baseball and they hit a baseball right into that spot in the Death Star and it blew up. That was my favorite part right, of the new so, trilogy. I'm Tim, and I'm working on a theory. I think mind flayers don't exist on the rock because of people like me. That's interesting. I mean, I just killed one. That's the only one we know about, so as far as we know, there are no mind flayers on the rock. There were for a very short time. There was a very brief <laughs> moment when there was a mind flare and it's fucking dead now. <laughs> My name is Dan. I run this. I, r- I run this bitch. Uh, you can find me on Discord. The, the let me tell you about Discord. Please ask me questions. I will talk about them forever. You, you will not be able to get me to shut up about it. If you ask me questions about things related to this. Uh... You can also find me and Michael streaming video games on Twitch, since everybody streams video games on Twitch these days, at twitch.tv slash bro underscore operatives. We play co-op games and stuff. It's a f- f- fun time. And Michael, why don't you tell them about yourself? I'm Michael. Uh, I'm also on Twitch doing streaming on that thing that he just said. Um, I'm also on Twitter at... Holtfan69 for reasons. Don't worry about it. Check it on out. Uh, I play Elias, the guy who everyone thinks is an atheist for some reason, but he's actually not, because that doesn't make any sense in the setting. Please stop implying that Elias is an atheist. He's not an atheist. It doesn't make any sense. Stop saying it. Uh, thanks for tuning in.